Hey everyone, welcome to the Grind Together podcast. We're the Grinders. I'm Lauren. And I'm Matt. And on this podcast, we want to create opportunities for growth through real conversation. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Grind Together podcast. Um, We're excited to be back. We're excited to be talking in the month of September about uh, dating your spouse on this episode. Yeah, no, we're excited. We think that, you know, with with the challenge that we gave you guys this month and the things that we have been trying to implement um, throughout this month, that dating your spouse comes in handy because um, one of the challenges we gave you was day night once a week. Um, we've had a lot of people message us um, and like ask, you know, us to do episodes on certain things and one of the episodes that they've asked, and it's kind of a deeper topic than what date your spouse is, but I think it falls into the category of like, hey, we like this helps a lot in in this aspect of what this topic is. And the topic that we've actually had a lot of people ask us to talk about is like how to not get divorced. Um, and so I know that's like a heavier topic and we're not going to talk about that today. Um, but I think one of the ways and one of the keys if you like your marriage is struggling is to like actively pursue your spouse. And I know that that can be hard, especially if like things aren't great. Um, date nights can be a little daunting. Um, and, and that time together can be a little bit daunting. Um, but I think that that's what you need. Yeah. And I'm glad that you touched on the people that have reached out, right? Because obviously those are the people that, when they come to listen to our podcast, they're reaching out for help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like our marriage has gone through ups and downs um, and highs and lows. And we can only touch and, and speak on what the experiences that, that we've had. Mm-hmm. Right. But one big thing that it always comes back to is if you're treating your spouse the way that they need to be treated um, and, and serving them how they need to be served and then bringing back that excitement just like you were dating before, because I think everybody remembers that feeling, right? Yeah, those like butterflies, that then anticipation, it, that uh, like excitement. And then that I think that just reminds each of you like why you're together. I'm going to say this, and this is like something that just popped into my mind. Um, but like I remember talking to somebody and they were like, I just like I've fallen out of love with my spouse, right? Like they're just not the person I fell in love with. And I kind of feel like that's an unfair statement. And the reason I feel like that's unfair is because as people, we are always changing. Oh, okay. We are always changing. And and of course you're not in love with the person that you fell in love with because the person that you met when you fell in love with them is different than like, is going to be different five years down the road. Like I'm completely different than I was at 17 years old when you met me, Mm -hmm. like completely different. And so if we're not growing and we're not changing together and, and sometimes people change for the worst. And sometimes divorce probably is the best route to go. But I feel like in today's day and age, marriage is something that is very like, oh, like we're going to get married, especially here in Utah. People, I feel like get married for the wrong reasons. Um, But marriage is a commitment, right? And you're learning and you're growing and you're committing to one another. And you're not only committing to like, Hey, I'm going to be with you, but like, it's also like, Hey, cool. I'm going to grow with you. And, 
And I understand that you are going to change as we get older. Like, even though we've known each other since we were 17, like we are completely different people now. And we probably will be different people when we're 40 10 years from now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I think that that is an unfair statement. Like you continually have to fall in love with your spouse over and over. And if you're not putting in the work, of course, you're going to fall out of love. Of course, you're going to find times where you're like, oh, I don't recognize this person that I've married. Yeah. And there have been times in our marriage where I have thought that. And I'm sure you thought that too. Like, who? Like, whoa, like I don't recognize Lauren or like, I've thought that to myself, like, whoa, like. What's Matt going through? What's Matt yeah. going through? Or like, I didn't expect that or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And so I, I know that that might sound insensitive, but like you have to pursue your spouse. You have to continue to date them yeah. and you have to continue to like pursue them and show interest in them and be with them in order to grow together. Because if you're not doing that and you're just banking on those butterflies that you had when you were 17, those are going to go away because marriage like is fucking hard. Right. And excuse my language, but it is, it is hard and it is rocky and it is amazing and it is great. But like, yeah, I mean, it's just like you have to put in the work. And if you're not putting in the work, then of course you can't expect that amazing outcome. Yeah. There you go. I love that. I got real passionate fast, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. On a lighter subject. No, I think, hold on. <laughs> But it's true because like you can't, it's ever changing. It really is. And you're right. Like people, like I am not the shy little 17 year old that you met. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody goes through that. Every husband, every wife goes through their ups and downs and their changes in lives and different goals and aspirations. And you've got to be willing to adapt in a marriage. And I think that that's what, um, this dating aspect of everything can help because you have to relearn who that person is and learn to adapt and fall in and out of love. I mean, not out of love, but fall in, fall in love with each other every single day, every single week um, to keep things going. Because like Lauren said, like marriage is rough and it's got its ups and downs and everybody's just trying to get by and you can't just grasp onto one moment or one, one date or one experience it's or even every for us, single like day, a couple years, like we dated for a long time before we got married. Well, yeah. And then, and then there's people like in our circumstance and in our walk of life that only date for a couple months before they get married. Right. Yeah. yeah. Then there's like the real world, or I guess the outside world outside of Utah, outside I guess Utah. if you want to say <laughs> that, that probably date longer than they're married sometimes or, yeah. or, or whatever. So, um, but yeah, let's jump into it because we want to make this a light episode, but us at the same time, like we want to answer people's questions and make sure that people are staying together because that's what this is all about. So. Yeah. Well, and I think like we have to touch on it too. Like we started this podcast to have these conversations and like well, we it, are not experts on this. Like we are yeah. currently going through the same shit everybody else is going through. Yeah. So like we're in it with you and like I get comments all the time. Like how do I approach my spouse about this? Or like how do I bring this up? Or like, Hey, I got rejected on this. Like, guess what? We are, we have gone through it. We are going through it. Yeah. So just know you're not alone. Like you have literally a married couple talking to you right now that is in the thick of it with you. Yeah. I was just going to say that too. I was going to say, since we started this like five, six weeks ago or however long it's been, 
like we've been at the top of our relationship and we've also been like at the bottom of our relationship. Very, very bottom. Yeah. Right. And so this has almost helped us more than anyone else out there knows um, to, to like climb out from the bottom and then also reach the top. And so this has been pretty cool to kind of learn um, as we go and kind of teach as we go too, because I mean, the saying, the saying is true is that the more you teach, the more you learn. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump into date night. So for Matt and I, we try to do date night at least once a week and we know we gave you guys that challenge and it can get hard and it can get daunting. And like, I'll be honest with you, sometimes it just seems easier to like not do it in a way because you have to find a babysitter and then like I have guilt because I've been at work or we've been, you know, on vacation or mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. Um, but I would just challenge you, like, even if it's simple to do date night, and we're going to try to give you guys some ideas and things like that. But for us, one of the things that's helped us, I think in our date nights has been to try to plan a day of the week that date nights can fall on. And this is going to be just like I talked about earlier. Everything's always, um, ever changing, right? Like your relationship cannot be like this one, like black and white print of like, this is the only way to do it. And we, as as human beings are very stubborn and we want things our way, how we want to do them. And we can't do that. We got to kind of surrender and just be like, you know, it's going to happen how it's going to happen. And I just got to be okay with it. So for us, we've set a day of the week for right now in our lives, Thursdays weirdly are the day that we don't have anything right now. Or, I mean, if we don't have anything, right. The reason that we picked Thursday is because the weekends usually fill up trying to get a reservation super hard, trying mm-hmm. to get a babysitter super hard. Yeah. And so if you pick like a weekday, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're going to get, you're going to have a better chance of getting a babysitter, a better chance of getting a reservation, um, probably a little bit more time. Yeah. Um, and then you can still use the weekend to have, be with your kids or be doing something else. Yeah. Like also, I mean, like Sundays are great. Like if, if the weekend doesn't work, sometimes Sundays, like you gotta, you gotta go on a date on Sunday, like leave your kids at your parents' house during Sunday dinner and be like, we're going to duck out for an hour and a half <laughs> and go on a drive or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. And I think that we're, we can jump into that, like finding like, because date night isn't a, like, it's not one thing every single, like it's not, it's not the same. one size fits all. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And so we can jump into that too, because it's, it's dress up or dress down. It's, it's stay home or go out. Like it's, it's whatever you guys want, but it's something that you guys sit there and agree on. But I think too, to touch on like the planning aspect of date night, Mm -hmm. right. Um, we're, I mean, we were good at this for a long time and we need to jump back into it, but Sunday planning for a marriage is very, very important. Yeah. We like thrived when we Sunday plan and I'm Mm going to put this in here. Like Sunday night before you start the week, sit down with your spouse and 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 walk through, yeah, walk through what that week's going to look like and then throw date night in there. Yeah. And like during that date, like during that weekly meeting, we, we have literally not done this for months. So Mm -hmm. the fact that I'm even bringing it up makes me feel like a hypocrite, but But that's where we need to learn. So try it because Mm -hmm. we should probably do it tomorrow. Um, so anyways, we have this journal that I bought. You can get it on Amazon. It's from Promptly Journals. It's the couples edition journal. Um, and in it, it just like, it's once a week and you can do it like throughout the week. You can pick one night, whatever, if you want to do on date night. I got it for us on our anniversary last year. We've been really hit and miss with doing it, like I just said. But when we have done it, and we used to do it on Sundays, yeah. right before we would plan, and we'd there's a page for Matt to fill out and there's a page for me to fill out. And they're the exact same questions. And there's also prompts in there like, hey, try this this week or do this. And it was just a 
opportunity for us to have conversation on top of it. And then sometimes it would prompt us or give us ideas for date night for that week. Yeah. I remember that <clears throat> because for me, like doing date night planning is very stressful. Cause I'm like, well, I don't know. Like if we plan for Thursday and we have something come up, can we move what we, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I want to control everything so bad <laughs> and I want to control the schedule. We have so many things going on that like, if I all of a sudden have to go to our houses on Thursday, we have to be flexible and like adjust. Do you know what I mean? Adjust that plan. So if we put something in store that we can't move, it like stresses me out. So I think yeah. like we keep saying, you have to do what works best for you. So planning it or not planning it and being spontaneous, whatever works for you, maybe you're going to do a little bit of both. Yeah. Right. Um, so like Matt said, Sunday planning, that's huge. And mm-hmm. fi- figuring out, looking at that week and thinking, okay, cool. On that, yeah, on that note too, sorry to cut you no, off, but on that note too is having a calendar with your spouse. Yes. We use Google calendar. Yeah. We used to use a couple other ones, but we just figured that Google was the easiest. Um, cause you can throw every single thing on there. Like your, like all of your stuff, all your kids stuff, all your spouse's stuff. And I pull that up like five times a day just to make sure that I'm up with Lauren's schedule and making sure that like, I'm not forgetting something because I'm not as planned out as she is. And so that's helped a ton with it. Like even like, okay, cool. If we, if we didn't Sunday plan and I'm like, Oh crap, I got to plan a date night. What time can I do it? I jump on the calendar and make sure that it's an okay time. Yeah. yeah. And I think another idea too, is that like, it should never fall on one spouse to do date night. Like for you and I, I feel like we kind of work together on date night. Like it's kind of like a thing we work together on or I'm like, Hey, as far as planning it. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm like, Hey, I can't deal with it this week or you're kind of the same way. Or I'm like, Hey, I have this idea for date night. Like I have a date. I have an idea for date night this next week. Right. Like I'm like, Oh, I really want to do it. I haven't told you what it is, but like, I really want to go and I want to try it. And it's an interest of mine mm-hmm. that I want you to go to with me. Yeah. And so for me, that would be like, Hey, I want to try this this week. Right. But if you're like, that task seems daunting. Like I would recommend switching off weeks, like have your husband take one week and then you take another week. Because I think that that also helps. And we're going to touch on this mm-hmm. is different interests because I think so often we get so stuck in like, well, we're going to go to dinner and then go to the movies. We're going to go to the movies or, and then come home. We're going to go to target and walk around. Oh or, gosh, no. Do you know what I mean? Like things like that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And so I think it's, it's again, it's dating. It's like getting creative and like, Putting forth like your marriage, like this is something someone told me forever ago, is that so often we get so caught up in our kids' lives, yeah. right? If you have kids or our work life or whatever, all those things go away at the end of the day. Your kids move out, they get older, they still need you, but they're not around as much. Yeah. Work is always going to be there. Like no one's on their dying bed and been like, I wish I went to work more. I wish I spent more time at work. Like no one says that. Is that what this is? Their deathbed. Their deathbed. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Their dying bed. Um, Yeah, you're right. We see this even like with my parents because my parents are amazing people and they just retired recently, probably like four or five years ago or maybe less. Um, But everybody's moved out and everything's like that and they've got their their interests and things like that and they've done very well with... um, kind of loving each other and finding that love after everything's gone. And so it's kind of cool. And like your parents are turning kind of into empty nesters too. And so we've got some, so, and then we're right in the thick of having kids and just coming out of not having kids. And so yeah, seeing dating on all aspects is kind of cool right now. But I think like what I was going to say, sorry, the TikTok people are going to get mad at you again. (laughs) I'm just kidding. 
We don't, I feel like we don't really ever interrupt each other. He just has to cut me off or I keep going, but I do have to finish this thought. Yeah. Is that your marriage is, is forever, right? Like you committed to each other for forever. So at the end of the day, your relationship with your spouse should be the number one most important thing to you. Yeah. It should be the thing that gets the most time and attention. The thing that you are like putting all your effort and, and working towards if, because like I said, at the end of the day, like when all else goes away, like it's just you and them. Like next to the relationship that you have with yourself and loving yourself, your marriage should be right there, in my opinion. So I don't what I'm like, no, I'm like looking awesome. at you for like our thing. That was amazing. And yeah, so. So let's talk about babysitters, because if you have kids, maybe you're not in this stage and you're like, bah, I don't really care. I don't have kids. I'm free. Freaking live it up. Like you should be going on date nights more than once a week. If you do not have children, Yeah, I'm going to throw that out there. So if you're not married or you or whatever, let's say you're not married and you're in like a serious relationship, just continue to date your partner. If you are married and you do not have children, a, you better be having a shit ton of sex and B you better be going on date night like three times a week, every freaking night. I don't care. You have no excuses. Okay. I'm going to throw that out there. I have no sympathy for people that do not have children because I know your jobs are busy, but kids take it out of you, man. So if you have children and you're like date nights are daunting, I don't have it in the budget to hire a babysitter. It, I can't, I live in a place where I don't have a babysitter, right? Like I don't know anybody. I don't have Uh, family around. mm -hmm. Um, here are some ideas. Okay. Obviously the obvious one, get a babysitter, hire a neighborhood kid to come watch your kid. You got to trust the person. Okay. Here's an idea that could potentially work. Let's say you have a group of friends. Okay. Or maybe you only have one friend. I don't know. Switch off with those friends. Like we have a couple that I would say are our very best friends. Mm -hmm. And every now and then we will watch their kids while they go on a date and they will do the same for us. And in our minds, we're like, oh my gosh, go on a date. Like we would love to watch your kids because we know how beneficial those date nights are. So switching off with another couple that has kids and kind of doing that trade, right? Yeah. If you're comfortable with it, most often than not, those those people that have kids your same age, it's like, please bring your kids over because it's a break <laughs> yeah, for us. Like we can kind of just other. supervise and and they can play with each other. So yeah. those are kind of our ideas with with babysitters. Like let's say now you're like, that's great, Lauren and Matt. But I don't have any of those options. We're going to give you some at-home date night ideas. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So with our babysitter, though, right? Yes. Um, we've got a couple that we can text. And I mean, a couple meaning like some family members and then like one neighborhood girl and then a couple like nannies that have worked for us. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are both full-time. Like we work both full-time and we have somebody come and watch the kids during the day while we're at work, right? So sometimes we trade off and like Lauren stays home and then the nanny or the babysitter will come at night. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's, that's like one circumstance, but it's so easy to find like a neighborhood girl that you can pay like 20 bucks for the night. So you guys can go on a date. Um, and don't tell me it's not because that just means you're not doing the work and putting in the effort. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just find someone. Cause it's gonna, it's gonna, Honestly, it's going to be the best thing for you guys if you can just leave the kids behind, plan the date night, and not have to worry about that until you come home. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, like date nights don't have to be 
crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we think date night and we're like, oh, we're going to be out like a hundred bucks for dinner. And yeah, they can be simple. My, if you get nothing else from this episode, <laughs> date nights should just like your main goal, if you want to call it that of date night, it should just, should just be to have conversation with one another. And it doesn't need to be like Matt and I work in the same industry in the same field. Um, and so sometimes date nights, we get really caught up on like work stuff yeah. and that's not what it should be about. We should be talking about, we should be getting to know each other again, right? It should be like a first date. It should be like if we were dating, we should be asking each other questions to get to know each other and to continue to get to know each other. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like it's good to have those conversations of like, how was your day? You know, like what struggles did you have with that work? Or like, oh, today sucked and I need someone to vent to. But you should always have those certain like topics or conversations. And if those questions are hard for you, we bought this deck of cards like off of Amazon. I literally think it's called, do you remember what it's called? Like love, I'm going to call it it's love like languages, but hold on. or something like that, hold but on, it's conversation it cards and they are the best things ever. Like I put them in my like travel bag every time we go on a vacation. We have them in the car. Yeah. We keep them in the car for date nights. And then in like, if we're just driving around together, we'll pull them out and ask questions. But what they do is they just make you, they ha- they help you have real conversation, right? So they're, ha- they're asking real questions. Like, well, they're one, hard of the questions. Ones, one of the ones that I remember the most was, it, and it was kind of deep. And I think, and there's different categories like intimacy or relationships or personal. Um, but I think this one was personal and it said, um, what's been your biggest regret in life? Right. Yeah. And so you have to sit there, imagine yourself sitting there at a restaurant thinking about your biggest regret in life. And this is something that you're trying to answer for your spouse. Like how cool is that, that you have to dig deep and actually have a real conversation with them because like, that's a rough question. Yeah. And even some of the questions that like are in there, I felt like I have never asked myself those questions. And so some of them you kind of have to sit on, Mm -hmm. but like, we'll take those to dinner with us. If we go sometimes, like I said, date night doesn't have to be anything crazy. So sometimes it's like, okay, cool. We don't have it in the budget this month to like do an extravagant date night. So we're going to drive around or maybe we're going to go up the canyon or we're going to go on a hike or whatever. And we bring a couple of these cards with us. I've looked them up on Amazon. Literally, if you just type in on Amazon conversation cards, so many things come up. There's actually a deck I might buy because it looks real interesting. Oh, cool. Um, But the ones that Matt and I are talking about, they're called Love Lingual Card Game Better Language for Better Love. 150 conversation starter questions. There's also topics in there. So there's topics of like personal, family, sex. Mm -hmm. What are the other ones? Hopes and dreams, like things like that. So it's a lot of different ones on there, but there's a bunch like I just pulled up a ton and yeah, so there's tons, yeah, there's, of, great there's tons to pick from. They're just really, it's just really cool because I know everybody out there that's gone on a date with their spouse that they've been married to for a little amount of time or a lot amount of time has just sat there and it's kind of just like empty conversation or no conversation at all. And you're just sitting there eating and then you throw your phone up at the very end and then you go home and like, great, you went and got some food, but that was date night. Right? And you, like, thought you spent time together, but, like, you yeah, didn't connect. You, yeah, you didn't really. It's the pursuing part of it. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the, I don't know. I'm, like, it's the, like, getting, it's, like, getting, getting down to the nitty gritty, right? Um. So those are, those are fun. Yeah, yeah. those are super fun. And, uh, and I agree with Lauren where date night should be about conversation and to be about, like, learning who your spouse is. Because, like we said at the beginning, like, everybody changes. Yeah. Right? And so what's going on with your life right now or the things that I can help with? Like, like who are you really? Let's get down to it and let's make sure our relationship is, 
is on the right track and that we're actually doing meaningful and saying meaningful things. Totally. And I think it's like being honest and open and like having sometimes those date nights consist of those hard conversations that are on your mind. I will say that the times where our relationship is a little bit muddy and I'm like, I don't want to do date night because I'm so worried if I do a date night that I'm going to bring up something and we're going to fight about it. But I think sometimes you have to have the mentality of like, those are the good times to have those conversations. And like, Mm -hmm. I think as we have been married long enough, I mean, we haven't been married that long, but like we're slowly learning that like when we come to each other with a problem or something that's bugging us or a question or whatever that looks like that you can't meet the other person in like anger or defense. It has to be like, okay, clearly this is important to them. I can't freak out. Like I can't be angry, even if that's your initial thing. And like you and I have talked a lot about this. It's like, if there's a hard topic that's going to get brought up, you Mm got to breathe for a minute and think about it before you just automatically like, why would you assume that? Or like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, instead of just freaking out, like I would encourage you to like, just take a really quick, quick, deep breath in and breathe out. And then if it's a topic that's, I guess, hard enough, mm-hmm. say to your partner, like, Hey, like, I do want to talk about this, but I just need a couple of minutes to like process my thoughts. Yeah. Um, here, let me touch on one. Is yeah. Okay? No. Yeah. I was going to say, Go um, because we need to do another episode about like communicating. Yes. Right? And I think that's a big part of it. Um, but sticking to date night, um, and this is expounds a little bit past date night and it's more like, um, vacation. Right. Yeah, like overnighters and doing overnighters. That's been a big thing for us. And obviously we've been very, very, um, fortunate to have people that we trust with our kids to stay overnight with our kids. Mm-hmm. That's not the case for everybody. And we understand that, but for us just going off of our experience, I will book a hotel, like even if it's close, like even if it's Salt, Lake, like or Park Salt City. Lake or Park City or anything like that. Like if we're not going to jump on a plane and, and go somewhere, um, like overnight or literally you could like a hotel that's across the street from your freaking house. You know what I mean? Or even like, okay, I'm going to throw something else in there too. Yeah. Even if that's not in the, like in the cards for you financially, mm-hmm. ask somebody to watch your kids at their house. If you feel comfortable with it and have your kids do a sleepover. Like I'm thinking like both our parents live close. We're very fortunate. So I would right. say to my mom, like, Hey mom, could the kids come spend the night at your house for one night? And we're actually just going to stay here at our house. Right. But we're like, we're alone. Yeah. It's time without the kids. And like, you can throw sex into it if you want to. Right. But it's time without the kids. You're not having to have the stresses of putting them down. You're not having to have the stresses of, of, of like dealing with them, but also wanting to talk to your spouse. And so it's just time without them. That's for me, that's been the most successful thing for me in connection with Lauren, because like we are so hands-on as far as parenting that we lose our relationship a lot of the times when our three kids are involved. Right. And I think sometimes like we've gone on vacation and we're like, Oh my gosh, like we love each other. Like we actually how, do like each other. Like, oh wow. Like this is how we really are. Like, Whoa, mm-hmm. I'm not in mom mode anymore. And you're not in dad mode. Do you know? Or, or like, we're not even in work mode. Like w- yeah. we're like those people again. Do you know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. and so I think something that's worked for us with that is we plan it at the beginning of the year. We make a goal of like, we want at least one trip this year or two trips, solo trips. Right. The best things we've ever done for our relationship, as far as traveling goes, if you're sitting here listening and you're like, 
but you guys are just lucky because you have the funds to do it. And that's fine. And you can think of that. We've gotten really creative and we have really great friends that have opened our eyes to things. So now I'm going to be your friend that opens your eyes. The Chase credit card <laughs> gives you points. And we've booked so many trips on just our credit card points, right? Yeah. Obviously, don't go into debt, like pay your credit card off, but it gives you points, right? Mm-hmm. And our American, or what is it? Our American Express Delta yeah, just card. The Amex gets you a couple free flights if you sign up for it. Yeah. So, like, there are ways out there to like continue to live your life normally and like pay, like, you're paying for stuff anyways. So put it on your credit card, get the points, pay, pay off, off your credit card, yeah. get a free hotel stay. Do you know what I mean? So like, I don't know, get Little creative. Like um, so those, that, that's for sure helped us a, a ton where we are prioritizing our relationship without any outside influence. Yeah. Right. And it's just us and we get down to just us. Yeah. And that's helped me feel like the giddiness of, like dating Lauren before we got married, right? Because it's like, okay, cool. We get to go be ourselves. Yeah. We get um, to try new things. Um, I think like one of the very last things probably we'll talk about yeah, is like getting creative and doing things that this is, I don't, I wouldn't say that you're both interested in because like you and I don't have very similar interests. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. Like <laughs> I would like a lot of things that you're into. I'm like, Oh, Okay. But I think again, like think to back when you were dating, you just wanted to be with that person. So you would literally yeah. do anything. Like I remember when Matt and I were dating and I would like, it didn't matter what time of date was. It didn't even matter if we were like sitting at his house, just staring at each other. We got to be together. And so that was fun. Do you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And so I would say, swallow your pride and your ego and do things that your spouse is interested in because it's going to show you like who they are. And yeah. it, and I feel like sometimes when I do things with you that like, maybe I'm not super into, I like watch you light up and you're so interested in it and you love it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, like I get to see a little glimpse of you that maybe I didn't get to see before. And I think it goes the same way with me. Yeah. And in, 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 for an example, like Lauren is a drama nerd and I she, <laughs> she was in plays and stuff in high school. And like I played sports and everything like that. And we started dating our senior year. And I think I showed up to every single one of your plays, right? Mm-hmm. Every single one. And ever since that, like, I never thought, like, I thought going to a play was the dumbest thing in the world, <laughs> right? But ever since then, like, I am a sucker for plays and I will cry any play that I go to if there's some good content, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, I've learned to fall in love with those things because my wife loves them, right? And I think, like, I could say that about, like, baseball games. Like, yep. I said to you the other day, I was like, oh, there's nothing better than going to a baseball game. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like... And I think I love going, like you said, because like, I love how much you love it. And I love yeah. like, I love the atmosphere and the memories that it creates. And mm-hmm. like, and I think like, that's also touching on like the trips is that go Braves, by the way, go Braves. Um, <laughs> it goes on those things where like, you're never going to regret booking that trip and creating those memories. Like, I think so often we're so focused on like the day to day things and like the, how am I going to do things day to day? But like splurge on that trip. Yep spend time together, like create those, those memories, like those core memories and those things like experiences with one another, right? Like whatever that looks like, whether it's like doing a paint night or Mm -hmm. which we've done, I'm so bad at, or like (laughs) trying a new restaurant or like you've gone to yoga with me or you've gone and done like Reiki healing, which like you were like, what is this? Do you know what I mean? Like all the things, but like, Same goes with you. Like I'll go golfing with you and it's not necessarily, I'm not good at it, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But I have fun when I go with you because yeah. my one rule is like, okay, we have to go to the gas station before and I'm good to go. Yeah. So what it comes down to is like get creative and like stretch out of your normal day-to-day life and think of things that would be fun to do with your wife. Yeah. And that comes down to the planning aspect of it. Cause it's not just going to happen on Wednesday. Oh crap. I got to plan something and I've got to do something. Cause Thursday Thursday's date night. That's right? when you end up at the movies. Exactly. Which you shouldn't, if you're going yeah. to date night for, if you're going to the movies for date night, that's not date night. Cause you're not talking to one another. You're sitting in a dark area and eating popcorn. Same yeah. goes for at home movie nights. <laughs> I'm going to call it out. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it, like, you've got to get down to planning. And so if we, I mean, if we were to summarize anything in this, in this episode, it would, it would honestly be like plan date night with your spouse every single week. Um, get to know them more because we are all different people than, than who we met originally. Yeah. And you were going into the holidays Mm -hmm. and I feel like the holidays are sometimes easier to date because there's more activities to do. Yeah. Like, and there's more like traditions and things like that. Right. But I would say like, make it a priority. Like really, like you said, think if you asked like hypothetically, like let's say you and your wife weren't married and you asked your wife out on a date as your girlfriend, Mm -hmm. you would plan a date. Yeah. Show up with flowers and think about the feelings Get dressed that you have, up. like holding her hand for the first time yes, and kissing yes. her for the first time. Like all those yeah. things. Do you know what I mean? Like do the things that you did when you were dating because it like it will just like reignite that spark, I guess is the best way to put it. And sometimes it's not as easy as I know I'm making it sound like it's going to yeah. take some time and effort. And that's okay. But it's the, it's the fact that you're putting forth the effort and you're trying and you both need to be on the same page. And if you're not on the same page, you got to figure out how to be on the same page because it's so important, yeah. right? So make it cheap, make it expensive, whatever it is, but make sure that you make it a priority to date your spouse, get to know them again and fall in love every single day. Yep. Okay, guys, we appreciate you coming back. We would love for you to, to reach out to us. Um, this has been super fun. So um, hit us up on our, on our Instagram page, um, find us at grindtogether.podcast and we're out of here. Thank you. Peace out. Love you guys.